0: But brilliant. I don't believe it. I swear I do not believe
1: it. And they are back on terms. Good evening. And welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast and we have another victory to talk about. Uh, This fantastic run continues. Six wins out of the last nine games, nine games unbeaten. Um, And MK Dons are our latest victims and we will go into a bit of detail about the game, why we won, how we won, why it was so good. And we will have literally a 30 second preview of Tuesday night's game in the Papa John's Trophy. Um, we have the same lineup as Tuesday. We've got myself, Matt. We've got Mick and Danny with us as well. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all good, mate. How did we enjoy yesterday, Danny? It was a good day, wasn't it? Well, I've got a bit
2: of a sore head today. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, great. Brilliant. Any word in the dictionary that describes happiness, really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Mick, just to... Oh, yeah, like, like, we should go to MK Dons more often. We seem to do quite well there recently, don't we?
0: Yeah, we do. It's a lovely stadium. It's, it's reasonably straightforward it's big, to get to. But... Yeah, it's too big. Yeah, of course it's too big, but, you know, um, yeah, we, we should. If we could play them every week, it'd be great. Um, I'm sure their manager would
1: appreciate that as well. <laughs> oh, on to their manager. He's not a happy bunny, is he? Um, very good stuff. Um, so a couple of changes. Well, there was what I think was actually only one change. Icky came in uh, for Wood, was basically the only change. Um, well, and Hard and Chio started as well because of the uh, injury to Woody and Mattock. Harding came to the left side. Chio started on the right side but on, where he started on the bench uh, for Wickham game. Uh, and the big talk about really, mate, let's talk about the the starting lineup to start with. Vickers started again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, did anything right. Nice, I feel sorry for Victor because he's a good keeper. But you've yeah. got to give all the audits and the congratulations to Vickers and say, well done, you've earned your place.
0: Well, you called it You called it on the last podcast, didn't you? Uh, in that, you said that Paul Warren's habit is to... The, the man who's got the shirt, is it's his to lose. Uh, mm-hmm. And Vickers has got the shirt and he's not lost it. and He's not done anything even approaching looking like losing it either. So mm-hmm. I suspect there might be a spell on the... Uh, on the bench for for Victor coming up. Um, I'm sure he might start against City's kids on uh, on Tuesday, but league time, until uh, till Vickers gives, does something to give it up or well, gets injured or whatever, it would
1: appear that he might be uh, number one choice for the moment. Hmm. Yeah, I reckon so. Um, yeah, let's toss more into the game. Um, It was a really... I thought the first half, Danny, taking away the goal, I thought it was a pretty good contest I thought it was a pretty level game but we stopped them completely from a dense defensive point of view they had one opportunity maybe we really did stop them in their tracks really i thought we were fantastic all game defensively
2: yeah i think so i think um the first half was a little bit more even than the second one mm. um but with mk they had a couple of chances at goal i think they had the shot that they spayed wide of the far post which is i think their most dangerous attack of the whole game and then mm. um they had the fellow head over as well but we really limited their chances which i think um is something we've carried over from the wickham game because i mean i know it was a, an atrocious game to watch but we really limited chances um and then going forwards it was a complete contrast to the wickham game where we were on the front foot we were pressing um and i don't think mk knew how to handle it i think in the first half because we hadn't completely molded our our um, playing style completely into the game. Um, that's why we're a bit more even. But as soon as we found that we could press them and they didn't know how to hack it and get them on the counter attack, that's when we really took control of the game. And all three goals have come from a t- counter attack situation, which you know, I don't think I've seen before.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's fair. I Mick, mean, there was uh, not only were those chances Michael Smith at the bar. And watching yeah. it back, it was difficult to see from where he, well, obviously were on the other end of the pitch, it was difficult to sort of see, but it was a really, really good effort and was only an inch or two away from being in a beautiful goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely, got himself in a good position and he, he, he sort of looped the header backwards, back, back across the uh, back across the, this goal and a goalkeeper were beaten, weren't he? Completely beaten all ends up uh, and they got away with that one. So, mm. uh, so yeah, I, I, to be fair, I thought we were a better team for the whole 90 minutes. They had a few spells where they looked a little bit dangerous, like Danny mentioned there, that one that they shot across the face of goal. But other than that, I don't think
1: they offered a great deal, to be honest. No, I think we shut them down. They're clearly a very good team, Dons. They, they, they were the odd moment. I think the, the only ch- their only chance on the highlights is that run down the right-hand side. can't remember his name now. But that was a really good bit of play. The colour got individual players who were very, very good, but were a better team than them. Um, let's talk about the first goal um, It was from a set piece eventually, Danny But it, we didn't just lump it in there was try, They tried to, do, tried to do something different I suppose they were trying to disrupt their back line a little bit You put ball straight in, it, it, it's, it's a straight line If you move it about a bit um, Then it's going to disrupt their line And that seems to be what happened In mean, their mind, thinks it it were miles offside Not convinced um, But icky, first goal of the season It, it was brilliant
2: Yeah, it was. And I mean, I don't know what their manager's seen, to be honest, because even Paul Davis mentions in his written article if you watch the replay back, every single player's onside. Uh, um, Anyway, um, (laughs) I suppose he's dug out closer, but it could be um, his field of vision or whatever. But it was an interesting routine from Barlazer because normally he does just whip the ball straight into the box, uh, which is effectively like the stereotype you do from a free kick. You know, you've, you've got it in that position where you can get curl on it, get it into the box, and. Someone lumps an header on it and it goes in. Um, but the interesting routine of playing it short to Wales and then playing it back and then effectively doing the same thing, like you said, it moved their back line about, um, and it created enough space between the lines and you know what Barley's is like, you can hit it on a 10p from 40 yards away, um, just lumps it in. in header is beautiful, if I have mm. to if I have to say. Because where we were sat, it sort of hung in the air for ages. Mm. And it, yeah. and it 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 were a weird perspective cuz it's like he's like, headed it and it's just stopped and then oh it's dipped in. Yeah. Um but it was just from cuz his head was so far away. His head was about 15 yards away, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's yeah. it's effectively done the exact same thing that Michael Smith's shots done, but off his head instead of his right boot. And <laughs> yeah. it cuz it sort of looks over the keeper into the far corner yeah. and obviously it's uh, he scored a goal, but fair play to Inequey you know, getting his first goal, first goal since Grimsby in pre-season, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, he doesn't score, does score many. To be fair, um, yeah. but first goal of the season, what's what we need. Um, I, I mean, in the preview show when we, when we were speaking to Liam from the MK Don's MK One podcast, I sort of said that we're not a set-piece team, and that's. I, I always, whenever somebody asks me about that, I always say it's a it's a bit of a myth that we're amazing at set pieces, but MK Don's really allowed us to be good at set pieces. That that. It wasn't good defending. Their manager didn't clear it's offside all they want. It wasn't. It was just bad defending, and I and the movement. It wasn't the ball in that was the problem that caused the issue. It was the movement when we mentioned we did the move backwards and forwards. Their defense didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, I mean, what he
0: was what he was moaning about was that the free kick shouldn't have been a free kick because they were offside at the time. Oh, that's what he's moaning about. Is uh, really? But yeah, but I, I, I don't. You know, he I clearly doesn't understand the offside rule, does he? you know because oh. unless the player that was actually fouled were offside can't be an offside so anyway whatever whatever um, no they, they, look we, we are a big strong physical bully inside it's 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 official it's all over it papers it's all over it everywhere it's all <laughs> over it telly so you know it's all over it. mk don's managers pre-match uh, post-match interview so it, it must be true it's got to be true because everybody keeps telling us so if you know that that's the case maybe you should practice defending set pieces just just a thought mate you know what I mean, I mean I'm not a football manager so I don't know maybe that's not the way they go but if you're playing a team that you think are going to be putting dangerous set pieces into the box maybe you should have a look at it and think, think about how you're going to defend
1: against it
2: mm. There's a certain team in blue that needs to do that as well
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second goal again comes from a set piece. Um, Dan is now. There's contentious issues on this one that Smith. And looking it back, Smithy does claim it straight away. Well, if you watch yeah, the highlights, Smithy runs off. Um, everybody else runs to Balazer because everybody else thinks it went straight in. So Barlazer is saying it's Smith's goal. Um, is it or isn't it? I mean, I'll give you this. If, it's, if it is Smith's goal, it moves him on to 47 for the club. This moves him level with Sean Goodwin. Uh, only two goals behind Mark Robbins, who was uh, 49 angles. Uh, it's is, is the most recent next target we're looking at. Uh, Danny, who are you giving it?
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it's one of them things where, because Barlazer is a very generous player and he's trying to help out his fellow Geordie, you can see why he said, it's Smith's goal. But, in the, I mean, I didn't really see it in the initial chaos because you wouldn't know. Um But looking at the highlights, you see Smith's hand, Freddie's hand and Wiles' hand all go up at the same mm. time because they're all studs, um more or less, where the ball's dropping in. Um But we can only really go with what the official people say and they say it's Barlazer's goal. And if he has scored direct from a corner, when's the last time that happened at Rotherham United? If, if anyone knows, please comment on the video and tell us.
0: Do you know, mate? Well, I thought I did. Uh, but Matt's making me come second-guess myself now. Um, so I thought Kevin Allison scored direct from a corner at um, Don Valley. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive he did. In fact, in my head, but I might have dreamt it, he scored twice from a corner, <laughs> direct from a corner at Don Valley. Um, but I don't know somebody somebody who's listening maybe might correct me. Um, I don't know uh, if, if if you do know comment and let us know because uh, I'm I'm not entirely sure. But there's no way Smithy touched that that went straight in. That's yeah. my view. <laughs> I <laughs> think, so. a, I think just
2: trying to help him out
0: getting Shearer shirt
2: into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that's, so. As yeah. He said in his interview, he said,
1: "Well, if it helps him towards the Shearer shirt, I'll give it to him."
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's one of those goals where you can't really say anything about it it's going straight in. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a mistake from them that, that should never be allowed to happen as a goalkeeper you've got to have a serious look at yourself in the mirror no well, you, said that.
0: you said that but how many times has he almost done that already this season he nearly, nearly did it twice against Doncaster um, yeah. in, in whatever it's called this season trophy so you know he it, it, it keeps doing it he keeps getting them in there and it was always going to happen sooner or later uh but yeah, you're right, it's poor defended. Um but then maybe goalkeeper were fouled, I don't know, probably
1: uh, probably been fouled, once or something. I'm sure I'm, I'm yeah. amazed their manager didn't mention anything about that, and his fouling yeah. keeper. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, talk about I'm, about yeah. Too about Rathbone. Um, yeah. um we'll come on now. Yeah, Grant Swell's back show up, mate. Kevin Hill disco from a corner at crew. So what I wouldn't wouldn't be done by that was at Crew, so he may have scored two yeah. mm-hmm. me, Um, Third goal. It was the game that sealed. The, it was the goal that sealed the game. Uh, th- th- you know, we to go to three 0 But for me, Danny, it's bigger than that. Freddie getting a goal, and bearing in mind greg can't play next week against Sunderland, it's a huge goal for Freddie. And to be fair, I thought he did really well when he came on.
2: Yeah, I do. I think um, he's got that bit about him now, where I don't, I don't know if it's something Warren said or he's realised that he's not getting on the pitch and he needs to put a shift in. But I've noticed he's mm-hmm. doing a lot more. Running and pressing, mm. and I reckon it's Swan's game plan because I've noticed we have started pressing a, a lot higher up, mm. almost the same level of pla- of pressing that Sheffield United did a couple of seasons ago when they blitzed League One. Um, and and it's good to see because it just goes to, it goes to show we've got the desire to get the ball and get playing, and and then like what happened with the third goal, eventually go on and score. Um. But you could see how much the goal meant not only to the fans by the primal screech that occurred when we scored, <laughs> um but also how it, how much it meant to the squad and Freddie because everyone went to Freddie and embraced him, which it just goes to show there's no egotistical thinking of, you know, I'm starting striker, you know, that means I'm better than you sort of thing. It's just a thing of they want everyone to chip in and everyone to mm-hmm. do well. And the first one up to him was, was Smithy, going, you know, well done. But like you say... Greg can't play against Sunderland because it's his parent club. And now Freddy's, um broken the duck from opening day. So and we know what Freddy's like. Once he gets one, they start rolling off a little bit, don't they? When he gets run running the team, mm-hmm. which is what happened last time in League One. Um, So, yeah, it's brilliant timing for him. And I think everyone who was sucking the, the ball towards <laughs> the goal for Freddie <laughs> has finally had that relief of, yes, he's got one finally. So, yeah, mm-hmm. brilliant stuff from Freddie and did really well.
1: Yeah, look at last time in League One, he struggled, and then he got two against MK Dons, and went in to get five goals in the next five games. He Then had another a little bit of a drought, and then scored in February to get five in the next six games. Mm. So he is a sort of typical striker. Mate. He needs a goal, and he, he needs yeah. like a confidence boost. And that's the that's the breed of a striker, isn't it? Really, I suppose
0: it is. It is, and 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 that's the goal on Saturday came from, from his part point of view from from hard work. You know, he got himself in that position by working hard. Um, and and I'm I'm absolutely hundred percent behind what Danny said. You know he's a different player since he's come back in these last couple of games. His work rate has been right up there with everybody else's, and that is fantastic. Because if he does that, if he continues to do that, he will cement himself a place in team. And um, he's going to give he's going to give Griggy a run for his money, uh, and he's going to score goals. And um, what what else could what else do you want? So yeah, it's great to see him putting a shift in. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Um, hats off to the substitutions. Let's talk about the third goal specifically, Danny. That run by Mikhail Miller was just absolutely God. fantastic. Freddie Fred deserves to give part of his, match bo- his goal bonus to Mikhail Miller <laughs> for that because they were just brilliant. And that's what he can do.
2: Yeah, and I think now he's really showing why we've signed him because he's effectively mm. Chio but left-footed. And I said this, yeah. I think, in the last podcast. He is um, showing what Chio showed when we first signed him as well. In League One, very raw, he? Still, yeah, he's still very raw, and and his his crossing ability needs a bit of work. But he's still got that pace and that skill on the ball, which what which is what we saw from Chio, and now where Chio is now. Um, but he 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 started the assist run, if you like, with his first touch of the ball after coming on. <laughs> like, talk about impact substitution! He's just come on and got right balls, man. D-d-d-d- assist done. There you go, mm. easy as that. So. <laughs> What can I, what can I say? I mean, we see the memes from the IOSC on Twitter about Rother and win good substitutions. Rother and win with bad substitutions. Well, one must be making fantastic substitutions because we've not lost in how many games is it now? Nine, ten, no competitions.
1: That, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you all
2: the other competitions. Yeah, yeah. So you know, good substitutions. Rother and win. I think we need to flip it around now.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and the other substitution which we'll talk about. before we move on to other business, Mickey's a dolphin came on for Barlaser. With less than ten minutes left, it's. It, I imagine it's a little bit frustrating substitution because he can't. He may feel like he can't impact the game, but he did impact the game. He's move, yeah. he moved around the pitch very well. He cleaned up very well. I imagine he's, he's really frustrated with his, his non-playing time, but he can't complain. But he's doing. When he comes on, he's doing what he needs to do. Forget you know, forget about the foul he gave away at Wigan that cost us the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything else yeah. has gone really, really well for him.
0: He's a quality player, isn't he? He's clearly a quality footballer. There's no doubt about that. Um, and and he's just unlucky at the moment that the midfield in front of him, the midfield players in front of him, are undroppable. Um, you know, so yeah, he will get his chance. His chance will come because there will be injuries, won't there? You know, it's 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 absolutely inevitable. Uh, and his chance will come, and then the shirt will be his, won't it? And it's up to somebody else to win that back. Um So. Yeah, hopefully he's a patient lad. Uh, And if he is, then he will get his chance because he is a good player. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Let's talk about the referee. Let's have five minutes on the referee before we move on to any. Let's get the bad bit out of the way. Um, We thought we had it bad on Tuesday night. I thought the first 45 minutes of that referee performance, Danny, was one of the worst I've seen in a long time. That first half in particular was absolutely dreadful. And I can't believe their minds got cheeked to complain about him. Yeah, I mean,
2: you can't get much worse than what's-his-face against Wickham. I think it's best to forget him. Yeah, but (laughs) um, like I said, the opening 45 minutes, you were a bit like a lost child in the middle of the pitch Mm. somewhere. Like, someone let let the dad walk on in a refereeing kit and he's just decided to do it. Um, I mean, he's booked one for throwing a bottle. Now... Mm. Like I might be imagining this, but a lot of Premier League managers, when they get rather upset, they throw bottles onto the floor and nothing happens. I think this happened with Mourinho. Uh, Ferguson used to do it quite a bit. So how come he's booked one for throwing a bottle? I mean, if he'd turn around and thrown it into the crowd, then that's a yeah. different matter. But it's the fact he's thrown it and nearly broken his own toe whilst doing it. It's not really bookable. Um, and then you've got the whole incident with the back pass, which i watched the replay back and it's like, how, how have you not seen that? It one of them where when the vlog eventually goes up, I do <laughs> get rather upset with him, but it's not quite Bobby Madley on Tuesday, but um, I'm up in 45 minutes. So I think he needs to um, ask Bet Savers for a sponsorship.
1: <laughs> yeah, that back pass. Mick, him—he's not seen it. If you go follow that, go on the IRC on Twitter. He's—he's he's put the video out. And it was one of those where I was—I was so sort of not annoyed, but frustrated that Wiles didn't get there. It didn't click in my edit where a back pass until about thirty, about ten seconds later, where I'm thinking, in my head, You know what? It's past that back, hasn't it?" Yeah. And that's—that's that's possibly what's happened to the referee. He's so focused on Wiles nearly getting there that is completely forgot to apply the law to the game that, that's the only reason he's not given it
0: he obviously felt that there were nobody in close proximity to anybody else to give a free kick for did he so you know i just thought well that's it nobody's going to fall over here so we'll just get on with the game um, yeah i mean it's incompetent that isn't it it's just incompetence uh, it's it was such an obvious back pass that there's just there is no excuse for it and and when he's told about it you know, mm-hmm. it, it, the ball's not back in play, and he's been told about it by the players. There's two assistants in <laughs> inverted commas, um, who obviously also can't have seen it. Um, no, it was useless, absolutely useless that ref yesterday. Absolute garbage. It was funny, you know, and and it, it's this the issue I have with it, and I've, I keep going on about it, and I talk about it all the time, don't I? And I'm sorry, I. It's a difficult job, it's an hard job and you're going to make mistakes. I fully accept that. And I don't personally, I don't want to criticise people for making mistakes. But on the flip side of that, you've also got to be consistent. Hmm. And and, and that's the issue with these people. You know, every single time one of their players had any contact, they went down. And every single time he bought it, Particularly this where they, you know somebody comes up to, to the back of a player while they're shielding ball, they go down. It gives it, it buys it every time. When the same thing, the self-same thing is done by Smithy, nothing given every time. If you're going to give it once, you've got to give it every time. You shouldn't be giving it any time because it's not a foul, but they give it. You know, we had, we had, we had a we had a, a situation at the start of the season where referees were waving challenges like that away. You know, there'd obviously been some sort of memo from from the Euros and everything else. Let the game flow. Let's not start giving free kicks for this stupid throwing yourself on the floor when somebody comes up behind you. And it were great. It just wasn't happening. They weren't being given. And and all of a sudden, we've got to October, and obviously, obviously, that rules now run out you know it's obviously not been voted back in or whatever for November I don't know what it is but we just started madly started doing it the other night and and, he, and and that clown yesterday carried it on it would just dire it would die but you know can you do
1: yeah yeah um I think there's probably maybe the last time we mentioned Liam Manning Danny but Liam Manning final gripe was <laughs> Ollie Rathbone um suggesting that he should have been booked earlier on uh, for numerous fouls. I don't remember any specific... I, I assume he did because he's Oli he's Rathbone. That's that's the game he played. But it wasn't like he was consistently breaking the game up or just giving cynical fouls away. He was trying to win the ball every single time. He just might have always set the mark. So it's a foul, not a booking. That's one of the things I thought the ref got, got right.
2: Yeah, I think that is my one of very few criticisms for Oli Rathbone. I think because he's got... I mean, it's a criticism that comes from a positive, really. Mm. Uh, because he has that desire to win the ball back and it's such a burning passion inside him, which is brilliant in a footballer. Uh, when you lose the ball and you work your hardest to try and win it back, but he just he just sort of gets cut out and a little bit too passionate and then gives a, a silly foul away. Like It's not a big criticism, but... um, But Liam Manning, he says about Rathbun being booked. I mean... There was the, the one challenge that he made towards the end of the game, I agree he should have been booked for because it was a very harsh challenge. But Rath's gone and booked Chio.
1: Yes, he did, yeah.
2: <laughs> like yeah, it, it's like <laughs> was, we were talking about it on the coach coming home. I mean I mean I mean, we were saying maybe he's booked Chio for kicking the ball away, but then we then yeah, oh, yeah Yeah, but then it's like if he's booked if it's Rathbuns, then he should have really booked him both because it was a yellow card sort of challenge. So it's but but no, I can see when where manning's coming from because some of his challenges were very hard challenges but at the same time there was only really one that was a bookable challenge and he didn't get booked (laughs) for that because refs booked you over somewhere else um it does sound a little bit like sour grapes coming from leah manning um (laughs) which is which is if you want to go and have a look at my expert tweets on paul davis's article i've (laughs) summed it up perfectly um but yeah, but I think we might see a lot of that this season. I think we'll, we'll see managers complaining that the referee didn't do such and such because of our players. But on the reverse side, it's actually our players who've got the quality to under, and the quality to make very good challenges without giving the foul away, like the one Chio made when one of their players was on the break. He's just gone in behind him, Nick Ball, and all their fans were up to saying he's pushed him back. But if you watch the replay, he doesn't. He just he just sort of gets behind him, scoop, like, sort of scoops the ball out from round him, and then carries on but because their players have gone down really softly and got free kicks he's done the same but not gotten it this time so there might be one positive that's come from the ref um but yeah to me it just sounds like sour grapes from Manning I think we had one earlier in the season where they were a bit, a bit upset with how we've played can't quite remember who it was um might have been Cheltenham's manager or something like that can't remember yeah but I think I think we'll see it a little bit more this season. Managers being a
0: bit upset about how good we actually are. I think he knows what he's talking about, does he? I mean, I, I, you listen to his interview. You look at his interview, and I don't think he really understands. I don't think he. I, has he had, has he been in football before? Is it is it his first job it's, in football? It's one what?
1: of his first. Uh, it's one of his first senior jobs. Where were he before Asda? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a, I thought yeah, for large, it, but well, this part is, the, is what the, he's uh, saying. Six, it's part of the City Group, is it? All right, city. the bank, the bank. Uh, what? Man City Group.
0: All oh, right. Jeez. Uh, he was
1: at New York, something or other. New York City as, as an academy director, right? Uh, and then he was somewhere in Belgium, and then, right. he's, then he's come to England. It is his first English professional job.
0: Uh, I'm just quoting from his interview. I thought for I thought for large elements, we were in it. We gave them a good level of competition. But we weren't good enough in our attacking or defending.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you weren't in it then.
0: <laughs> I mean it's like, I mean so right. I mean yeah, I there's not else to add to that really, is so. there? You can't really add out else to that. No.
1: I took it I back think the deflect, wrong time it? when Mick said that <laughs> oh, Yeah. yeah. When he made I think joke. he's trying to deflect they, they, it, they were so so far behind us. He's got to yeah, deflect. Absolutely, he can't just come out and. He, he, although he did give us a little bit of credit by saying we were physical, he's got to take. He's got to deflect away <laughs> from his team a little bit. I mean. so. is, that, is that credit <laughs> You're well, a big physical side. Every, Everyone's don't they? Just lazy. Oh, oh so who do we play with? Pop with the Cavaliers, the only managers where we've beaten that didn't come out and say something about our physicality. They were, yeah. they were openly positive about us. Everybody else saw oh, it's physicality and aggression. All right, whatever. I think that's yeah, why they always if... have
2: a high level of respect, though, because they, they are like Warney. They're very upfront and honest about performances. Mm. If they've been thoroughly beaten by one side, they'll hold their hands up and go, Yeah, fair enough, but we'll work on our stuff in training. But with Manning, he hasn't done that. Like you say, he's tried to deflect. But then if you listen to Warney's interview, he's very upfront and honest about it. He says, I thought at times we were unplayable, but MK had the spells, which is mm-hmm. what want in a manager, really. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, if Ben was here, he'd make comments of they have to be media trained and this that and other. But honesty goes a long way. If you say they were get a better team, but we'll work on our areas in training, you get more respect from it. And Manning sort of gone. Oh no, it's not our issue. You know, they they should have been booked and their players were offside. Mm.
0: Um, You'll know but, the answer to this, Danny. You're, you're you're in the trade. You're in the business. <laughs> who who trains these people in dealing with media? You know, what 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 are their what's their brief? I, th- you know? I think
2: I think sometimes it's the uh, the media people at the club that do it. Like if they are particularly prone to outbursts in um, in off of the honesty. records, uh, uh, yeah, of honesty in the off the record stuff, they'll go don't really look, look that good on our club. That, but unfortunately at this club we don't have that. We've got someone who's upfront and honest with Paul Warren, and we've got a media officer who is very well trained in the business and doesn't feel the need to try and. Um, Sway his way of doing interviews, if that makes sense,
0: because yeah, we're just a more honest club. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Some of the interviews with managers across the board, really, at all, at all levels, are are literally pointless. Hmm. They are literally a completely pointless exercise. And, and and Manning yesterday is a is a perfect example of that. You know, hmm. he, he's, he's clearly not even competent enough to deliver the lines that he's been given. You know, because he's, uh, just, just tell him that, you know, they, they, they were a bit too physical and, you know, referee didn't, didn't give it our way and, you know, we did well, we did well and, you know, we just weren't quite there. And he's, he's taken it that one step further and decided that he's going to say that we weren't quite there, both in attack and defence, just the two parts that win you the games. You know, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, just useless, useless. Anyway... I didn't we that the last we're spoiled I didn't that mind, one. But still going. Yeah, Here we are spoiled. <laughs> yeah. spoiled. We are.
1: spoiled the Rony. Yeah. yeah, I suppose you are. Uh Josh Smith, I'm not sure if it's mentioned yet, but the Ogwenni, Rasslin and, and Wild song is top class. Yes. Yes, it is. That's the first time I've heard it, and it is superb. Hats off to whoever, uh, whoever brought that one up. That uh, yeah, is an excellent one. I, I have a um, suspicion
2: it may be Charlie Hawks. I have my suspicions okay. it may be him, because he's <laughs> somehow got an ear for tunes and, and lyrics. He did the original... Rathburn chant, which uh, was on the uh link, which was I, I can't remember which wallet it was in, we met up on the bus going down. Um, and so I reckon him and his mates have come up with that. So if it is you, Charlie, fair play to you. It's a very, yeah. very good song and will probably stick now.
1: Yes, let's hope so. Uh, let's go through them players. Chio Mick, um, <laughs> I just love him, everything about him, and, and he's just got that he's just got that willingness to run. He's not scared to get fouled. What, what you can sometimes see from a winger is who is shaped like Gio. Gio's not a big lad, is he? He's quite, he's yeah. quite slight. What you can often see with those type of players is they want to run out of players but they don't want to get hurt. So they, they tend to nesh a lot of challenges. There was a moment in, uh, when we were 3-0 up where <laughs> yeah. there were three players in front of him. So he just ran towards them. <laughs> then they in the foul. He's got absolutely no fear. And it's just brilliant. It just ran straight through him, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think there were actually four. And he
0: just <laughs> runs straight through him, and he almost got through. Yeah, it you know, it, 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 it was a deliberate take his feet from under him. Mm. Otherwise, he would have got through. You know, um, yeah, he's fantastic. He's just so keen and eager. He's like, he's just brilliant, he's brilliant to watch. And and once once his final ball does get consistently good, he's just going to be unstoppable. Well, he's unstoppable now. He's unstoppable yeah. because even if that first, you know, even if his ball into the box is not. It's not great. It's still causing problems for defenders. Nobody wants to come near him. Nobody dare come near him. Um, and it's and winning fouls right, left and centre for Dan Barlazer to bang into the middle. Uh, so he's just, he's, he's great. He's absolutely
1: fantastic. Yeah, he is. And to be fair, Danny, crossing is the easiest thing to work on. You've, you've got to have natural pace. That's part of it. You've got to have bravery, which you can work on, but you are naturally brave or, or not. Cushion's the easiest thing to work on. He's got time to do that, and he, and he has improved, and he will continue to improve that side of his game.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think I saw on Twitter there was a bit of uh, criticism towards Gio, Um about how he's not really seen anything special, like assist or goal wise, from him in the mm. three years he's been here. But it's like Chio's not that sort of player. Chio's not the sort of player where um, he assists all the time, like, <clears throat> like Bales does, or he's not mm. like a goal scoring winger, like. Whoever, Chio's um, yeah. <laughs> game is different Chio's game is He's got the ability um <clears throat> To keep control of the ball Quite close to him And beat players Which actually then drags more players out wide To try and deal with him Which then leaves men free in the box I mean there were one point where there were about four players Going after him And he's done three of them And then fourth one fouls him yeah. It's like if you've got one single player In your team That can occupy four players you know, that's four less players who are in the box for the yeah. for if Chio gets across the way. or it creates more space in the middle. So if Chio drags it back and plays it across, then off they, off they go. Um, but Chio has come le- on leaps and bounds, like he said himself. His crossing is a lot better. Um, it's less waywards, I've noticed, because sometimes mm. we're either over or under hit. But his talent lies in beating players and being. It's been really quick, and he he said in an interview with um uh, I think it was the Irish Times that it's it's his God given ability to be fast, mm. and and then he's got the natural ability as well to beat players. So that's why he's just so dangerous on our right hand side. And I think unless he's injured or too fatigued, he starts every game
1: yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I I've, I've still look at Chris. If you if you look at his stats alone, yeah, he's not going to be there but like I say it's not about it's not all about getting goals and getting assists it's getting the win the fouls it's getting that yardage it's getting getting us further up the pitch because if he gets it gets us towards the penalty area somebody else will pick the ball up from him and we'll move forward like that it, he doesn't have to assist to to improve the team it's a, you know you get assist. sometimes the assist to the assist is better than the actual assist <laughs> yeah. itself yeah. Mm. So, And that's 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 Chio's strength for me I, you know, He's got loads of strength I don't know why I have to defend him To be honest with you But there we are the one, the one thing that sticks in my mind About what you've just
2: said, Mark The ability for him to win a ball And then lay it off to somebody mm. uh, Or vice versa as well Is uh, one of the goals That we scored against Soliel I think mm. it was Chio That yes. brought the ball Into the corner And he's laid it off To an equay Or the other way yeah. around crossed it in And then it is, got, got an end of it And scored And That's something you want In you know, a football You want someone who can push down the right-hand side and occupy a lot of players, but also has the football in mind to not only assist, potentially, or, but to create the chance in the first place by winning the free-kick or getting the ball in, or being the second assist as well. Mm. Then that's Gio all over. He just <laughs> just wants to bring the ball
1: forward and try to help somebody else to score. Yeah, he does. I love him. Uh, we've mentioned Rathbone, we've mentioned Barlaser. Let's give Ben Wiles some more praise, Mick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because again... It could it could have scored to be to be, to be critical. It could have had two or three goals yesterday. He had some really good opportunities, but he was superb again. Again, it's it's the it's the cheer thing. It gets us up the pitch. It gets us into dangerous areas.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, for me, I, it was my man of the match, Ben Wales. Um, I just I, 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 I think I put it on Twitter. I think he was just slightly more outstanding than everybody else were because <laughs> um, everybody was. But yeah, I, I just I love him to bits. He's such a good player, he's so he's so good on the ball, he's so good off the ball. In fact, he's probably better off the ball than he is on the ball, you know what I mean? Some of the runs that he makes and how he occupies other midfielders and how he occupies defenders and, and puts the fear of God into him. Um he is such a good footballer and he's just getting better and better and better. Um I, I do not think for one minute that we are gonna hang on to him for that much longer. I mean, he'll see this season out and hopefully, hopefully, if we get promoted, he'll stay with us. But sooner or later, he's got to play at a higher level. He's got to play. He's a premiership. He has the potential to be a premiership player if he's not already. You see some of the dross that's in there already, then then I'm absolutely positive his Premier League quality. So, But then, so is Dan Barlazer. So is Dan Bar-Laser. The fact that Newcastle saw fit to let him go is just, well thank I'm you Steve just, Bruce Steve Bruce <laughs> there you go. Yeah. maybe we're doing this a to Stephen here we're going to get Bennett, you know So, but yeah no, Ben Wiles an absolute star absolute yeah. star
1: yeah he is um, Freddie I mentioned his goal it's his 30th goal for the club Freddie uh, so again if he can get some as well he's going to get some good numbers for the club even if he leaves so they will still be in some good numbers Looking back at the history, I've done a little bit more research, and to the best of what I can find, after 14 games, this is our second best start ever. The only time we have started better than this was in 1954, 55. And that season we ended up our highest ever league finish, third in the second tier. So that's that's the we'll kind of start we're having, you know, comparing it to that type of thing. Um 14 games make eight clean sheets, nine unbeaten. I mean, it's we said it last week. it's it's time to get is it time to get carried away come on we're getting carried away no it's not no no no. we're in league (laughs) and everything aren't we it's nowhere
0: near time but but it's definitely definitely got that opportunity it's 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 all there everything is there isn't it you know Um, it's not bad for a fitness coach and a a set of bang average league one players is it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you know and, and a shocking recruitment team and chairman that won't spend any money you know all these people seem to have disappeared. I don't know where they've gone. <laughs> Maybe they've gone back down to Swillsbury to moan about Darren mona Um All over, over to Old Trafford to moan about Ollie. They'll be they'll be back at some stage, won't they? But there's there's plenty of other people mm. to mourn about at the minute, I suppose. But yeah, uh, listen, yeah. we we keep saying it, don't we? We keep saying it. This this squad is 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 exceptional. There's no doubt about it, um, and we have probably never had a better chance. Of getting out of this division legitimately and
1: automatically. Yeah, Yeah. John C. Mick, get those feet off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You keep saying that, John.
0: And eventually, let's wait well, Christmas, and see where we are. If we're 17 Mm -hmm. points clear by Boxing Day, then, uh, then I'll start flying
1: a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and the good thing is, Danny, I don't think Greg certainly had an off day. That's not a massive criticism, he, he just had one of those days where he couldn't get into the game. Smith, other than the goal, he didn't score. Uh, Smith had a little, I'm not gonna have an off day, but he didn't score. But that's does not matter because he's got three other guys who can help him out score. Whether that's that's one of the strengths of this team, we have got goals everywhere, really, we? and it's just such a yeah. strength. Yeah, it is. I mean.
2: Smith's nearly a tenant league this season. I mean, if I ball it a little bit sooner, it would be. Or it might be if they give it to him instead of Laser. But it's nice that we've got... Well, not nice, that does it an injustice. But the fact that we've got Smith, Grig, Freddie, uh, and then as well as goals in midfield, goals from defence. You know, I think the only ones who need to start scoring now are wingers and we've got full set, haven't we? Yeah. What what's the, what's the ice card um, thing you can get in poker is it a Royal Flush that's the one yeah I think if we get yeah. the Winger score in now we'll just have the Royal <laughs> Flush now well, Um well. but yeah e- even when Smith and Greg have an off day which isn't a massive off day or anything and you could say it's just an off day because they didn't really get a definitive chance at goal if that makes sense mm. Um But um, it could be that they have one mind on next week because Smith's a Newcastle fan and it's Griggs' parent club. So, you know, there could be a little bit of psychology in that. But even when they have an off day, it's not like a major issue. Mm. It's it's like even when uh, on the wingers have a a little bit of an off day, it's not a major issue because we've got someone of just equal calibre waiting in the wings and then they take off with it as well but you're speaking, you speak of off days I've just found a, a stat here from the Football League Club that after conceding four goals to Fleetwood nine games ago we've only conceded four since and have never <laughs> conceded more than one goal in a game and that's with five clean sheets since Fleetwood mm. so yeah. that might have been our off day but I tell you what we've took off since haven't we
1: yeah we well, look at we've, we've currently got the second best joint second best defensive record in the division and I know you know this is all stupidly hypothetical but if you take away the Fleetwood game we have got the best defense in the league so that yeah. just shows how much of an off day that Fleetwood that's clearly the exception not the rule which is what we were all worried about you know because it was so mm-hmm. early in the season you don't know if it is that's what it's going to be like or those things but it clearly has as you just mentioned them with those stats that's clearly just one of those things well hopefully it is it. Anyway. um it is a defensive yeah. unit. Miki came in for Woody. There's always a worry with Icky because he has moments. He's not yeah. a bad player. He's, he's a very good player, but he does have moments, more moments than Woody. But again, scored his goal. Im Reginard, didn't put a foot in wrong defence. I thought that was superb. Yeah, absolutely. There's not a lot you can say about him,
0: is there? Really, they were, they were outstanding. That that for me is Icky's rightful place in the centre of that three. Um, mm. I. I yeah, he's going to make mistakes, um, and it, that, when centre halves make mistakes, that's when they, you know they get shown up. They get shown up a lot more than than virtually anybody else on pitch. Um, and then woody's made the same sorts of mistakes throughout his career. Uh, it's only because he's so experienced and because he's been around for so long that those mistakes are ironed out. Um, and, and Icky will get to that stage. I know he's not an inexperienced player, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, but that position out of all of them on the pitch, out of every single position within the team, that's the one that needs the, the old head. You mm. know, this is why you see, even at, even at, at, at top level, you know, th- those central defenders, those really good and great central defenders are knocking on in years. Because you know, there's so much to learn in that position, but uh, I thought that I thought all three of them were outstanding. wizarding Harding again? I mean, mate, <laughs> he's a right back. The man <laughs> is a right back. Let's let's not lose sight of the fact that that is his his position. He's not a central defender. He's not a left sided central defender. And he's a left sided player. He's a right back playing left side central defence, and it looks like. He was born to play it. Yeah. It, does, it just does not look in any sort of discomfort whatsoever, does it? No.
1: Until you put him in front of goal when he had his chance. Yeah. But, but, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, maybe that's we it. should
0: start playing him up front for a bit, you know, just that he's the only place he have not played that and in goal, isn't it? So,
1: yeah. It, he, he still gets to score a professional goal from an attacker of of point of view. So that's going to come because he, yeah. looks, he has looked dangerous. But, yeah, I agree. I love uh, him. Yeah. I, he He's is real. brilliant. I love him to bits, man. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on? Well, I'll have a five minute talk about the city game. Anything else you want to touch on for the for the McDonald's game? We've touched all my stats. Is there any other play? I think we've touched every player, to be honest with you. Other than Ferguson, but I think he was solid without being outstanding. I think that's a fair shout, Danny. Yeah, I think so. I think um again, that's a, That's his experience of showing into mm. it. I mean, he can mm. he can have
2: a good game without being exceptional, but then again. You can say that about everybody. I think everyone hasn't really had a game where they've looked absolutely dire. I mean, maybe Freddie when he missed from three yards away, but you know he makes up for it very easily. Um, and I think that's just testament to our God we can have we can still have a decent game without being outstanding. I mean, look at crew. I mean it's football, but look at crew. We played absolutely amazingly and drew one one. Then next game I think we were under par, but we beat Wimbledon three 0 I yeah. think it was yeah so th- this squad when when everyone's at 100% we are unplayable to quote Paul Bourne in his interview and and then to quote Barley he thinks we best in the league and I'm inclined to mm. agree
1: yeah we 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 had seen a bit better I know Fleetwood had the moments but they weren't that the way, the, the way they played wasn't as good as the best we've got if that sort of makes sense yeah Um, I, I, I spoke to an MK fan as well and he said we are the best team that he's seen
2: at MK Stadium this season how many teams have said that so far? Portsmouth fans said it. Yeah, Portsmouth said it. MKO um, said
1: it. Um, Lincoln Walker fans out. said it. Yeah, Malcom. Lincoln did. There must be six or seven teams that have said Rotherham are the best team we've played so far this season, and we're getting to the stage where we're fourteen games in, mm. we're, we're, you know, most teams have played each other now. Um, we said we'd see where we are after the Sunderland game. We'd have a really good idea of where we, where we were, where we are. This run of games from MK Don's, Wickham, and Pompey last week. Well, we've got seven points at, a, at a nine so far. Yep, seven points, so, seven goals, one conceded. Lovely. Exactly, um, and suddenly lost on Saturday, which will come on. We'll talk about, but we'll preview that on Thursday. Hmm. Um, Mick, anything else you want to touch on the McDonald's game? Uh, no, 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 it's
0: fine. It's um, we've, we've said all we needed to so say. We've have we've, we've we've called referee what we think. We've called their manager what we think. Hopefully, I mean we're gonna get clipped somewhere, all day, surely. I'm getting a bit I'm getting a bit bored we're not being <laughs> abused by opposition fans. My Sunderland are coming, out, this So I'm sure we'll be able to find something to get clipped on a Sunderland podcast. Surely.
1: Surely. We'll probably oh, get yeah, clipped saying that. Will Greene's best player
2: in league, one of the
1: light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why we're not sending you on one of their podcasts, mate, because you can't be trusted. <laughs> yes. Come on, results. <laughs> um Adam no, final point, Adam mentions it, said that says that she will have a moment with the Lino. Um he never seen a lino told totally his lino exactly how it was. Yeah. He put fear yeah. of God at Lino as well, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so the Pizza Trophy is on Tuesday. We're not gonna have much of a preview because I, I number one, I don't know who's playing for City and number two, I don't really care. Um I'm more interested in the uh, there's a couple of changes that will happen. Danny Will Grigg will probably almost certainly start because he can't play on Saturday, so you yep. may as well play him. Adolphin will come in uh, in the central midfield. Sadly, will come in somewhere. Uh, Jake Hull will come in somewhere, v- and Victor will come in obviously in goal. Uh, is there any other s- changes that you sort of think? Because the-, the problem we've got is you're playing Reg and Harding. Probably you've got to, you are risking injury in a game that mm. doesn't matter because we're through.
2: Yeah, and maybe Woody will come in as well. Yeah, yeah um, fitness depending. Yeah, and then maybe KOs as well Could start, Smith, yeah, yeah to give Smith a rest Um yeah it, I th- it is turning into one of them competitions at least it will do on Tuesday where it's right if you haven't played much minutes Tuesday, Saturday you're in nailed on mm. um, Grattan might get a bit of chance as well if Baller contract commits it yeah Bowler as well so I think it will be a big change side but I think that will also give them players who um it feels wrong to call them fringe players because they're not but players with less minutes will say that it gives them a chance yeah. to get even more minutes under the belt and um, <laughs> to cause worn headaches even more about who he's going to pick against Sunderland. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it does feel like a bit of a nothing game. I mean, it's against Man City's EDS. Uh, elite game... development squad, everybody, if that's what it's Yeah, elite, elite, de- development elite development squad. squad. And they lost to Doncaster. Um yeah. Elite. <laughs> elite. Yeah, elite, elite. <laughs> um, I mean, they only just beat bottom-end league too. Anyway, um, so it, it, it is a nothing game against them because we're already through unless Donnie scored about 17 goals. Mm. So I think it's just go out, show what you can do. And if we win, we win. If not, then I don't think anyone's really bothered because we're through no. anyway. But <laughs> I hope we do because it'd be funny. I hope we score about five past them because it just goes to show <laughs> that you shouldn't be in this
1: competition, lads. Yeah, that's true. Mick, uh, I know you don't really care. I know we're not going. Uh, well, we'll I, I'll be watching it at home because I'm not... After the... Uh, what what do we play when it was cold? Scunny. I'm not putting myself through that coldness again for a game like that. Um, but we'll pay to watch it at home. Uh, it is pointless, but, you know, you still want to win.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I don't care. I'm not interested. For me, I think you should have... I think Warnie Barker and Ami should start at home. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Why not? Just, just making them changes. Um, you know, you know. If, 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 the Premier League clubs are going to bring their bring their teams into this, and then even then, not going to pay any respect by by playing kids. Well, I'm sorry, but I don't see why we should either. So I, I, I don't care. I, I don't care whether we win or lose. But I think I think there should be as many changes as you can make. Um, away from that first team so that we don't sustain any injuries because that will be that uh, we will be so so disappointing you know for for a key player not to be able to play in a big game against sunderland because no. they've they've picked up an injury against a 12-year-old man city player you huh. know what i mean no it's yeah. not it's just we just don't need
1: it do we no no uh if we well assume we go through which we will the second round will at the earliest start of the week commencing the 29th of November which if my maths is right is the same week as the second round of the FA Cup so there's some dates for your diary uh, just in case you're interested in them I'm sure nobody is um, yeah anything else you want to touch on that game boys there's not much to preview on it really uh, I saw that the club put out a, um, a call for academy players
2: for the under five so I think we should play them yeah <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah. yeah why not but 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 just just to put it on a ser- on a serious note for a second, like Guardiola's talked about um potentially putting B teams into the lower leagues mm. to help with their development. there is this thing called the loan market, which yeah. does that anyway. and you see clubs like um Berry go under went into administration for three hundred thousand. that's like someone's weak wages at Man city. if you're so hell bent on all the youth development, right? You could send them to uh, to Berry when they were still active or to whoever and say, hey, don't worry about the wages, you get some quality out of your players and, and we'll get them experience. It's like that, that's the thing that grates me about the Premier League. Like, and it's very easy to say as a League One club fan, but you look at clubs in the Premier League, they have very little respect for the lower league teams. Unless the and even the local ones, the only exception I think mm-hmm. was when we went into administration and Sheffield United said to us, Don't matter about paying them players' wages, you just keep going and, and then you can have some mm-hmm. players. Why can't Man United Man City do something like that? Why can't they help out Wigan, Accrington, whoever was in Greater Manchester and help them out? Oh, because they're ours and we like to nurture them and develop them as their own thing. Oh, we won't be team in your league. Nah, nah, go we'll away with it. So, Lona out Rant over. Have a good night, everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Mick?
0: Yeah, 100%. There's no one else to say about it, is that we've said all there is to say about this shower.
1: Yeah, the, the good thing from my point of view is we're not losing our club captain to a non league team. You know, he's I mean, not seen Bolton, oh, lose it yeah. it's it's just Stockport County, their club uh, captain. Um, no transfer into, obviously, in, the, in the National league. Uh, consider ourselves lucky that we're not in that situation. Bit more to um, that, in there. There's a bit more to yeah, that. Yeah, has to be. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, a couple of comments to wrap up. One, Carl Scott says he wouldn't risk anybody on Tuesday uh, yeah. in terms of injuries before Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Ardak agrees with Danny PL Teams should not be allowed to buy up all the young talent uh, because they can. Uh, and Ryan Swales back with us. Sorry if you already mentioned it, but for Josh is to be thrown in against two teams in the top six, he has been fantastic. Solid keeper and takes the pressure off the defence. Yeah. I mean, to be fair mm-hmm. to him and I know he's part of this he hasn't been tested really and but that, that that's a credit to him as well he's part of that defensive unit mm-hmm. um, that he's not been tested for so <laughs> he might be tested next week um, so we'll finish there so thank you all for watching if, if you've enjoyed it please subscribe to YouTube and on Facebook Twitter and iTunes as well if you're already just audio listening please subscribe to iTunes and give us a five star rating if you can because That means a lot to us, we would really appreciate it. We'll be back on Thursday Night Live on YouTube Friday morning for the audio, where we'll be having a preview of the f- second full house of the season as Sunderland comes to town. A well, foolish house, bear in mind the uh, restrictions. Um, as Sunderland comes to town, uh, in a, in a specific well, no, skirting around it, it's a huge game for both teams. Um, so yeah, we'll be back then. We'll have a brief review of the Man City game as well, and well, possibly. Um, Mick, it's been a pleasure and I will see you on Thursday. Yeah, man. Danny, it's always a pleasure and I'll see you Thursday as well, mate. Yep, see you on Thursday and take care, everybody. It's been a pleasure, guys. See you soon.
2: Cheers,
0: bye.